Hey, how you doing? Hey. Oh, the same. Oh, is that right? Yeah. I mean, it's not a snow day for still you. Still a pandemic. It's not a snow day for me. I can't believe it's a snow day for you. We were supposed to have snow on Friday, but we didn't get any. Yeah, that's what my mom said. Um, I know. We went to go pick up food on Friday night, and we noticed that they had salted the the roads. And Micah was laughing it off. He was like, this is so ridiculous. Like, it's we're not even going to get any snow. If it snows, it's not going to stick to the ground. And then cut to this morning, I was like, oh, my God, it's, like, actually snowing. And he was like, it's not sticking to the cement, like... It's no big deal. And we went to the grocery store to buy groceries because we're making, well, technically, so far, I'm making homemade lasagna today. I was going to say, it seems like a one person yeah, job. Yeah, notice he sure didn't he get tagged. Come into the yeah. play later. He's going to come into play for the actual, like, homemade noodles aspect of it. Um, I've just mm-hmm. been making the sauce. But anyway, we went to the store, and then as we were on our way home, he was like, oh, it's, like, really snowing now. And, yeah, it's, like, sticking to the roads. I mean, it'll probably be gone tomorrow, but, yeah, just kind of a fun, interesting thing. So we took the cats outside, and Cheddar wanted, like, nothing to do with the snow. My cats are a bit more (laughs) interested in it. So, you know, it's been a fun day around here. Yeah, the kittens still have their harnesses on. They're ready to... To take on the world. Yeah. One of my friends asked me if I take the cats on walks. And Mike and I have talked about how it'd be nice to um, leash train Wally because we think Fraser might be like <laughs> past. It's too yeah, late. it's too late for him. But maybe <laughs> Wally. If you wanted me to do this, we should have established this ages ago. <laughs> yeah. I got the leashes for uh, Fraser and Niles when they were probably Wally's age. I mean, Wally's wearing Niles's harness. So. Um, I, I got them for Fraser when he was young, but like basically cats are so funny and you put them on a leash and as soon as like you want them to walk, they just like fall to the ground and just like hunker down. It's, <laughs> it does not make any sense to me why they find it so strange, but you know, yeah, they're being good. Paddington is not in love with the leash. Um, but he's just really cute. I make him hop around and he likes to eat grass. So that's nice. Yeah, that is nice. I also have something very extra special today, and it reminds me of it because of what you're drinking at this second, but I got myself a full calorie Coke right here. Ooh, and I am repping a a Diet Coke, and actually, so I'm drinking it out of a Tervis. Oh, Sandra. I didn't know they were still doing the names on the bottles. I haven't gotten a bottle of coke and agents tbh i we got panda express for dinner last night and then as i was leaving i was like you know what would be really be good is a full calorie coke to really just like Mm. digest all of this greasy food um and so i went to the Mm -hmm. 7-eleven next yeah i went to the 7-eleven next door it's like salt fat acid heat yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) um (laughs) <laughs> and I went to the 7-Eleven next door. And so this could be a very old soda. It's hard to say. I also got Micah and myself um, Reese's eggs. And then I didn't even think about oh. it. I just thought like, oh, that must be the next holiday coming up. And then when I got home, he mm, made a no. comment about it. Uh, <laughs> and it, it says it expires in April. So my mom's like, oh, those are definitely old from like last year, if not before. Um, but it was fine. So, and we haven't died yet. It's all fine. Yeah. Um, it's all fine. It's chocolate but and yeah, peanut no, butter. <laughs> yeah. 
But I imagine not a lot of people were going to gas stations as regularly for a while there because people weren't driving places. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, it was all just, oh, you're about, no, Fraser, you cannot walk across <laughs> my computer. Um, yeah, it was an interesting experience, but I was just having one of those days where I was like some candy, some yeah. Panda Express, uh, soda. Listen. It's a mood. Yeah. It's absolutely Absolutely mood. mood. I was um, like fully wearing like normal clothes. And then I, I got home from my, I got my hair done yesterday. And I got home and I was like moseying around for a little bit. Then finally I was like, I don't feel great. I just want to put on like a baggy t-shirt and some sweatpants and just like call that a day. Yeah. And you were right too. Yeah. I've just had a full cozy weekend. Yeah. Um, I've been doing a lot of preparation for D&D groups that I'm DMing, which is funny. But like last night, I literally probably spent three hours writing things. Oh, my God. D&D, which is uh, a funny. I mean, not a waste of time, but definitely a choice. Yeah. Um, hi, Frazier. Yeah. He's just like really uh, wanting to be a part of and- it today. <laughs> we'll roll so I've it. just been wearing, like you said, like cozy sweats. Um robes oh uh, <laughs> anything that is just like luxurious and comfortable yes has been the vibe yes micah just got himself a robe and he's very excited about it so welcome to the robe life i guess i mean hey it's the robe crew it's the best uh <laughs> i did i like immediately was like i should buy more robes yes um speaking of life updates since we talked last on here, I manic bought a Peloton bike on Facebook it Marketplace. It has been quite literally six days. And people are going to be like, wow, she talked about getting a Peloton and then within six days got a Peloton. No, listener, within 24 yeah. hours. <laughs> I was like, I cannot wait the seven to ten weeks that it's going to take for me to get a brand new bike. So I bought one on Facebook Marketplace. I, got, I think I got a deal, not like an extraordinary deal, but supply and demands. Um, one of the big differences <laughs> between the Peloton bike and the Bike Plus is that the Bike Plus, the screen swivels around like 360 degrees. So you can like turn it so that way if you're doing other exercises when you're not on the bike, when you're like mm. on next to it um, or perpendicular to the bike. And so I mentioned that to Micah, and he, within, like, a couple hours, 3D printed, uh, like, widget that would make the screen pivot, and then he tried to put it on, but it was all too heavy. And so yesterday, mm. he went to the hardware store to buy some steel so he could make oh the gosh. exact thing that he designed out of metal. So now it's on our bikes. We basically have a bike plus now. So perfect, you know, I just have I We're doing the, things I around here, get like the Peloton app. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You can get the Peloton app on a smart TV. So that's how I do it. Yeah. I just put it on the TV. Yeah. I mean, it, nice. it wasn't like a real need, especially because we have our bike in the bedroom um, and I normally do all my other workouts either on my patio or in my office. Um, so I don't know how much that feature will, that he made will actually get used, but I think he said it cost him like fourteen dollars to buy metal, um, and it's the principal. Whereas, in- yeah, and the upcharge in the bike was going to be like six hundred dollars plus more than ten weeks Excuse delivery. Me? <laughs> yeah, well, on top of that, it's like they have speakers, I guess, like on the back of the bike. But I'm like, oh, I 
I actually, well, I haven't done it yet, but I actually plan on wearing headphones more often. So like mm-hmm. the speakers thing didn't really matter to me, but the making mm-hmm. the screen rotate around, I thought that was kind of handy. So ta-da, here we are. Ta-da. Yeah. So <laughs> listen, you're hustling. Yeah. I mean, I see something, I want it, you know, I got to have it. And then I buy it. What's that? Yeah, Ariana Grande song. (laughs) Um, What else have you been up to? Are you ready for this ASMR? Yeah. Oh, that was pretty upsetting. That was pretty upsetting. This soda is fully from last (laughs) night. Last night, Micah. Yes, it's a little flat. Yeah, Micah brought up um, how they sell like those little mini soda cans. And how that's all mm-hmm. they used to sell at the C store at his college. And he never understood the purpose of them. And then last night he was like, I now understand the purpose. It's for people like you who like can't finish a soda on one in one sitting. So. I sometimes I sometimes get like the 10 ounce. Is that the mini that he's talking yeah, about? I get be. this because I think that's just like a really delightful amount of yeah. soda. Well, that's, I mean, let's, let's be I real. I mean, also, yeah, I mean... Um, when I'm on a full addict stage in regards to Diet Cokes, I will also have caffeine-free Diet Cokes in my house because, you know, I can't be up all night. Yeah. Uh, which is what I'm currently drinking because, you know, it's a school night. But um, what have I been up to? <sighs> watching movies. We had a big movie watching week last yeah, week. Yeah, we did. Um, we watched Minari, Promising Young Woman. Yes. Um, the movie we're talking about today. Is there anything else I watched? The one we're talking about today. Yeah. Um, and then I have big plans. So after this, we're doing a workout. Yes. And then after that, do you know what I'm doing? Going to bed? No. At like 6 p.m. I'm starting Friday night. <gasps> oh, my God. Maybe I'll start it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I actually, maybe I will be. Oh, that'd be nice. We just have like fully the same evening. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I'm like. I'm a bit clingy and I don't have a lot of independent thoughts and plans for myself. Um, but honestly, <laughs> watching like the pilot or the first couple episodes of Friday Night Lights on a snow day, eating like warm homemade lasagna, that sounds really nice. Especially because I've already mm-hmm. seen it before, so I don't have to pay a ton of attention to it. Yeah, you don't. See, like if I had my druthers, I would do that with the OC maybe yeah uh, like I've seen the first couple episodes of the OC a million times but I'm I'm as amped for it as I could be you know I I have it queued up on Hulu I'm ready to roll yeah. uh I was telling you I was I was pushing this because I was making some chicken tikka uh chicken tikka masala mm-hmm. so I'm just gonna have a nice bowl of chicken tikka masala and he- head on down to Texas yes Texas forever. Oh, my goodness. Clear eyes, full hearts. <laughs> Micah made, I forget what it is, but he made, like, the world's stupidest joke, and it was, like, a riff on clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose. It was last night. I really wish I remember what he said, but it was so dumb. And every so often. Or the context of it. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember what it was, but. Maybe it'll come back to me. Oh, maybe it was like a joke about the cats and like because we talk about like when they're happy, they have round eyes. Mm -hmm. It was like round eyes. Round eyes. I don't remember what it was. It was really dumb. Um, Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Just know that it was dumb. It's not important. Just know it was dumb. Just know that he (laughs) lost comedy points for it. Yeah. Boo. 
Boo. Yeah. I have both of the cats now at my desk. Oh, my God. Great audio. Yeah. It's honestly, it's very distracting. Wally was previously. Oh, my gosh. So <laughs> Wally was previously take a photo of perched us? up behind you. <laughs> yeah, I'll take a photo here. This is great audio. Yeah. Is everyone enjoying this? <laughs> Should I get this out? I, here, I can't see you because I'm in the way. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> Wally. <laughs> This is so dumb. Wally does not want to be here. And Fraser is in slur Okay, toy. I think okay, I got a we few got it. We got passable. it. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> All right, everyone, look out for that on the socials. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, we're really going off the rails. And we said we would I mean, spin out afterwards. <laughs> we did. And, I mean, I do think it is funny and worth mentioning that, like, we both headed into the new year and we're like, this is going to be great. We're going to, like really like recenter ourselves like really double down the podcast i was like i'll take notes i'll be more i took notes i'll really i i have some notes too so like we are getting better but at the same time it's like like it's just the world still feels so insane like we're on here talking about fucking you know uh friday night lights and we're just like pretending there wasn't a coup attempt last week (laughs) you know like how much are we supposed to pretend you're right (laughs) that the world is normal (laughs) yeah (laughs) i guess they've started identifying um people who were there and where they're from and so mike informed me Mm -hmm. that someone from arizona was there and he was like i mean i'm sure there's also someone from indiana there i mean like i'm i'm not gonna get too (laughs) high on my high horse over here i love that that's like him being like your people yeah yeah you're like it's a whole state motherfucker yeah um there are loons everywhere uh that said yeah i mean the world very well might be ending it's almost as if no one could have predicted this. Um, I mean, how Trump is could we fully see this coming? Social media. Don't you Whoa, think Wally we trying to as get Americans into my are better than this? Wally, he's an addict. He is. He loves drinks. This is honestly absolute chaos on your end today. <laughs> um, <laughs> I probably should. I mean, your house out. is obviously a little more exciting than mine, but just absolute chaos over there. Yeah, uh, I saw some or someone tweet that Trump got. They were like, "Oh no, not Pinterest!" Because Pinterest like blocked Trump. <laughs> it's like so funny mm-hmm. all of like, the social medias that banded together. Like yeah. Pinterest, Letterbox, Letterbox had a tweet about it. <laughs> like, did Trump have a Letterbox account? Yeah, he just watches his Citizen favorite movie Kane. is allegedly Citizen Kane, but we we know he didn't get the right message out of that. Oh, uh, that's like that TikTok I sent about like movies that inspire you to be rich, and it was like The Wolf of Wall Street and Catch Me If You Can. Yeah, so people don't understand. People aren't as into cinema as we are, so <laughs> that's the thing. Like, there's like just these nuances in The Wolf of Wall Street that you actually might not notice. That like maybe that isn't good if you're not like movie person, yeah, like us. Speaking of, and that's my dissertation. <laughs> fabulous. Uh, speaking of. Mm. Fun surprise, not really, uh, producer on the movie we're talking about today, Pieces of a Woman, Marty, mm-hmm. Marty Scorsese. Yep. You know, I just love what him. What a love to see it. I love him so much. He's, <sighs> you know how I everyone do. was like. He seems like just the best. Yeah. You know how everyone was like, protect Ruth Bader Ginsburg at all costs. I like kind of feel the mm-hmm. same about Martin Scorsese. 
How old is Martin Scorsese? I don't know. He In my head, I feel like we got time. Oh, I'm sure we have time, <laughs> but like, I don't know. I just love him so much. Let's yeah. look up how old he is. Yeah. And Which I mean, so I just cute. thought it was so funny. I remember. He's 78. Okay. Oh, that's kind of old, but I think, uh, you know, I just believe we have time. Um, I will say, like, I just think all the time about when he was like, yeah, I guess I just don't really think these Marvel movies are that great. And it was like national news. Yes. And I'm like, why the fuck would we think Martin Scorsese gave a shit? It was <laughs> about national Marvel. news. And then they were like what? interviewing Marvel <laughs> stars. And they were like, Fucking yes. Sebastian Stan, what are your thoughts about Martin Scorsese <laughs> not approving of the films you choose to make? And he was just like, like forced to answer questions like that. It's just like absurd. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Martin Scorsese yeah. wants to make I like mean, unique, fun. Well, actually, the big difference is, is that Martin Scorsese wants to put a, put his name on something to support up and coming filmmakers and most marvel right. movies are by like tried and true filmmakers because who would give that kind of crazy budget to a well, newbie well i mean i do think i do think there was them. an argument that people were like marvel is bringing on some people who have had like successful small you know like yeah. uh i'm trying to think of an example well like patty um, jenkins she's not marvel patty jenkins well, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same thing. Um, I mean, I'll say, like, Taika Waititi was not, like, making no. huge no, well, and American I think that's movies when they before made Thor. Or Chloe Zhao for uh, Eternals now. But everyone was like, oh, well, what's Martin Scorsese doing, like, for cinema if he thinks that Marvel? And I'm like, what's Martin's? It's a fucking ton. Yeah. <laughs> like, famously. I want to pull up. I feel like. Uh, yeah, no, we all love. We stand. I feel like Brad Pitt is trying to do a very similar thing to Martin Scorsese. Um, oh, I mean, Brad Pitt, absolute producing king. Like, if you look at his like producing credits, it is just banger, banger, banger. And he doesn't act like he is not trying to take credit no. or any spotlight. Like it, you would never know. And he's just out here grinding, giving that money to people. And I love him. Yeah. I want to know. Uh, I want to know everything about the team involved with plan B and like how they're picking out the movies that they want to be behind. Uh, 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 I mean, I just, if I could work anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> it's a top five. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, like I'm looking at Martin Scorsese's wiki right now, and it's like uh, he has chosen to name filmmakers throughout the years he admires, such as fellow New York-based directors Woody Allen and Spike Lee, as well as other artists such as Wes Anderson, Bong Joon-ho, Greta Gerwig, Ari Aster, Kelly Reichart, Claire Denny, Noah Baumbach, Paul Thomas Anderson, the Coen brothers, and Catherine Bigelow. I mean, yeah, he's out we there. Stand. He's supporting he's out and there. we love him for it. And he's also just like so cute. Claire Denis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, I just like aesthetically love his little face. I know. <laughs> I just want to like pinch it. And he's just so little. And like eyebrows, like great eyebrows. Yeah. He kind of <laughs> reminds me of like the grandpa from, or the guy from Up. Oh, yeah. Some more vibe. But happier. But happy. But just like constantly, <laughs> like Martin Scorsese looks like he's always having the best time. 
Like when they would cut and to like him at the Oscars. about Martin Scorsese's movies make you think that that's how he yeah. would be. But he does seem to be that way. I like, I remember at the Oscars last year, like every time the camera would pan to him, he looked like he was having so much fun. And he was just like so happy to <sighs> be there. And every time Parasite won for something, he was just amped. <laughs> yeah. <gasps> he loved. Uh, I mean. What do you love just, to see it? Remember the Oscars? Yeah. I do. I'm ready. Have they, I don't even know <laughs> what what's the date? Have they? When's it going to be? Everything keeps getting pushed. April. I, I I here I'll look up the exact date. Uh, but the main things I'm waiting. I think they said shortlists are announced on February eighth. Okay. And I'm like, shortlists in February? Like that's normally December. Yeah. <laughs> But that gives us two months, um, and hopefully more stuff to come out on VOD. But. Yeah. Yeah. April 25th. Holy shit. My God. It's like. <sighs> That's what I'm saying. Borderline fucking. It's like almost your birthday. Oh, my it's God. It's like weeks. It's almost my birthday. It's like literally two weeks from your birthday. I could have a combination Oscar birthday party um, <laughs> with me and the two people I hang out with. Yeah, just think about it. Me and my sister. <laughs> and the, the, my very small bubble. Sounds like yeah. fun. I mean, I'm just like, I mean, it is exciting to me that there's still like, I was kind of thinking that we would get to this point and it would feel like there wasn't really anything else coming up. But I've been obviously like doing the research, listening to podcasts, staying on top of the award season beat as I am wont to do. Mm-hmm. And like, there is some stuff that's still coming up that I'm like, oh, that could be a contender. I'm excited about that. Like, um, Oh, I just lost it. The John David Washington Zendaya movie. Oh. Um, Whoa. What? Malcolm yes. and Marie. And then Judas, Judas and the Black Messiah is still supposed to come out. Uh-huh. Um, there's like that United States versus Billie Holiday. I don't know if that has a date yet, but like, oh, the father we're getting in February. Like there's still some stuff that I'm ready for. Yeah. Um, the Zendaya. Just knock out all that so that when the shortlist come out, we can be yeah the zendaya john david washington one is like early february i think it's like february 6th or something like that because i was thinking huh it's like right before valentine's day but not valentine's day you'd kind of think that they would make it the valentine's day movie but you're right do people i mean i guess i have in the past been someone who goes to see movies in theaters on valentine's day Uh, is that like a big vod weekend (laughs) Uh, I mean, I guess we're not really allowed to do anything else, maybe. Yeah. Well, yeah, during this year. My, yeah, that, is, that is strange. I would think. My thought is what they're going to do mm. is that they're releasing it on the 6th and assuming it's going to pick up a little bit more steam by Valentine's yeah. Day. Yeah, you're right. Because it, it's Netflix, right? That's mm-hmm. the Netflix model is like people watch it on the first weekend and they're like, oh my gosh, so sexy. You have to watch Malcolm and Marie. And then everyone's like, oh, <laughs> so I'll sexy, watch so complicated. That absolutely makes sense. So it's so sexy and complicated, a.k.a. my hashtag. <laughs> uh, it's just so sexy and complicated. Um, this is, I'm talking about my life, people. Yeah. But um, no, I'm excited for that. I mean, I feel like I know almost nothing about it, but like fun. I did see there's like that Tom Holland movie that people were like saying like they were going to try to make an Oscar push. Cherry. That mm. was by the Russo brothers. Oh, that they- was like not not getting good well they fucked up the like i think 
They fucked up the poster, the poster artwork for it first. <laughs> That's literally all I know about it. So. Yeah. Well, so apparently, like, I don't know anything about it except for the directors were like, it confronts the opioid crisis. But I've just been seeing uh, everyone's social media reaction because the embargo wasn't up yet. Everyone's like, this is an absolute train wreck nightmare. Nothing against Tom Holland, but this movie's just like a mess. So it sounds like that's not going to be a contender after all. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest. They had There were two movies that more or less tried to... Uh, discuss that that came out like two years ago and neither one of them was a success and they both had you know little teeny bopper darlings um thinking of yeah, ben my is beautiful back. boy ben is back yeah <laughs> <laughs> so what is lucas hedges up to um he was in that uh meryl street movie let oh, them all talk yes i actually and then he's in that. um but it's he's seems... in the french exit with michelle pfeiffer oh, oh michelle do you ever I was watching something about the Michelle other Pfeiffer, day constantly. and Michelle Pfeiffer was in it. And I was just like, good God, is this woman just like one of the most beautiful people in the world? She's gorgeous. I mean, yes. She's so cat-like. I think all the time when, when I mean, that's, I only ever think about her as Catwoman. See, like, I, I don't just, even like, think I've only... seen her as Catwoman, but I just like her you eyes. You haven't seen her Batman ch- Returns? I mean, maybe when I was. You haven't I seen was, one of my favorite movies? Maybe when I was a child. <laughs> is that the one with S- Seal? Kiss on, kiss. No, that's forever. That's forever. Oh. Yeah, I haven't watched. No, you got to watch long. Batman Returns with um, DeVito as the penguin. Mm. Okay. You have to watch that before the Robert Pattinson one because I feel like they're going to be cribbing a lot from that. Oh, yeah, I will. Um, but yeah, I don't remember what I was even watching with Michelle Pfeiffer in it. And I was just like, good God. She's just so gorgeous. She's also, I remember like the first time I was aware – as much as I love Batman Forever, I definitely, or Batman Returns, I definitely saw Hairspray first. And I remember being like, that woman is evil. She's so good. Is <laughs> like, that the first time you saw Michelle Pfeiffer? Potentially. Oh, potentially. I really liked Grease too. First time I was, I was aware of her as like a character. I'm trying to think what else Michelle Pfeiffer would have been in that I would have seen too. that. I've never, I hadn't seen Grease 2. Mm. I still haven't seen Grease 2. Oh, I really liked it when I was a kid. Um, and Hairspray came out when I was, I don't know, like 7th or 8th grade. Yeah. So that's I remember I went to go aware. see Hairspray with one of my, or with some friends. And then afterwards I made a comment about John Travolta. And one of my friends was like, that was John Travolta? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, that's like the whole thing. It's like the yeah, whole like, part of the movie. That's like this that's the, what are you talking about? <laughs> Why the fuck are you going to see Hairspray if not to see John Travolta and um, okay. Christopher I, Walken? I don't think John Travolta is that good. No. In it. Chris, uh, Queen Latifah, honestly. That's Queen Latifah and Amanda Michelle Pfeiffer. Bynes. The, uh, Amanda Bynes. I don't think she's excellent in it. She's like but cutesy. I'm happy that she's doing well when she's doing well. Yeah. <laughs> um, Zach I Efron? I really liked... Um, Zach Efron. I also really liked the guy who plays Seaweed, who didn't really end up doing anything big after oh. that. I remember thinking he's a star. Yeah, he was really good. I wonder what happened to him. What does he have to? I don't know. People didn't love Hairspray. I mean, oh. we did at the Spell Family House because have you met uh, anyone in my my family? But uh, other than that, I, I think loved one year Hairspray. I got it for my sister for. Um, I got it for my sister for either Christmas or her birthday. And uh, it was oh, like James a DVD Marsden and it was, was the Shake and Shimmy edition. Mm, shake oh yeah, and Corny shimmy. Collins, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> I really liked it. Um, I I wore that fucking soundtrack out. 
So, yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, Elijah anyway, Kelly. This is all to say Lucas Hedges. Oh, is the Elijah guy, Kelly? Yeah, the guy who played seaweed. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to see if he's been in anything recently. He was on the Sex and the City two soundtrack and Disney Mania six. Hmm. Uh, but no, he hasn't hmm. been in a film since 2015, and then he hasn't done TV since 2019. So I uh, I like to think he's on stage somewhere. Yeah, that's <laughs> probably um, a safe. Looks bet. like uh, he was in the second season of Star on Fox. Oh, I never watched that, but I've heard good things. Yeah, but anywho, he's from Georgia. Go dogs! Yeah, this is all to say Lucas Hedges is just hanging out with uh, like really formidable older women actresses. Which like and, uh... it just feels so <laughs> right to me. The second you were like, "Oh, he was in that Meryl Streep movie," I was like, "You, know, I just like I imagine Lucas Hedges being like, I get to go on set and hang out with Meryl Streep every day." And he was well, probably just like geeking. It's the fuck better out. than that. It's better than that because it's, it's this uh, Soderbergh movie and they shot the whole thing on like the, cru- the crossing of the of the Queen Mary or yeah. sorry, I don't know, Queen Anne, one of the ships. Mm-hmm. But they sh- the whole movie, they all just like got on the boat and just shot the movie from America to England. And I'm like, of course, Lucas Hedges signs up for that. That sounds incredible. Yeah, I really <laughs> do love how Lucas Hedges and Timmy, they like came out. At the same time, right? And they were, like, thrusted into the media. And they both kind of picked their lanes. And it doesn't seem... It seems like both of them are really happy. And, like, Lucas Hedges was like, listen, I was not going to be the little Tiger Beat love child. I'm just going to go and do my thing and be hang out with Julia Roberts and Meryl Streep and Michelle Pfeiffer. And Timothy Chalamet is just, like, dating around and... But making other <laughs> I, career choices. I think the decisions that Lucas Hedges is making is so funny and interesting. I mean, just like for it's not like it's surprising to me, but for a like young male actor to be like, I just think I could learn a lot by, you know, traveling with Michelle Pfeiffer. Like, yes, King. <laughs> I mean, I think I <laughs> could learn a lot. not that good, but... <laughs> I think I could learn a lot Anyone from could. Out with Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> but like, but like, I mean, he's not like, I want to be in Dune. He's like, I'll do a small Meryl. I'll do a small Michelle. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. What a, what a kid. Um, oh. Francis. I mean, it's a lot of like. Casey Affleck. Prestigious women. <laughs> and the Casey, Casey Affleck. Affleck less so. But I think we can agree movie and you know i don't say that lightly <laughs> i love that movie i remember like so oh, last year when michael was like yeah i think i want to watch that and i was just like are you sure and he was like yeah and i was like do you know what it's about and he was like yeah i think i've seen the trailer for it and i was like okay let's watch the trailer and i was like are you sure you want to watch this and he was like yeah and i was like okay so i want you to think of something sad and then multiply it by 10 and that's how sad this movie is <laughs> are you sure you want to watch it and he was like yeah do you and i was like oh yeah of and course i, I love this movie I've said this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i know i've said this a million times but like it is the saddest possible fucking thing you could ever imagine 
And the movie's just kind of funny and delightful, oh but also so sad. It it's means so I'm working good. on it. Oh, fuck me. It's so good. I, it's because of Lucas Hedges. Like, Lucas Hedges makes the movie funny. He gives that levity Lucas and that Hedges. comic relief. Oh. I love it. And it's so real because he's just a little shit. And, like, you know, oh, God, it's so good. When he's, like, when they're looking for the car... And he's just freaking. He, yeah, I love that he has like the two girlfriends, and he's like keeping uh-huh. a secret uh, from both of them. He, he's just a little shit about it. <sighs> and like, I don't know. It's just one of those things where you're like, I don't know. Normally, when movies are about like grief or loss, or you know, like a kid who's lost his dad or family, you know, on top of everything that it's about with Casey Affleck, you're like oh, the movie's just going to be about, like, him being swallowed by that grief. And he's like, well, like, don't get me wrong, I'm sad, but, like, I have these two girlfriends. Yeah. (laughs) And, like, I got to balance this because I'm also just a fucking teen. Yeah, he's like, my dad told me I can have a boat, and I have these two girlfriends, and I'm working on getting laid. And, uh, yeah, he's great. He's really just, he's very, did he get... Did he get a supporting actor nom for that? Yeah. Yes, yeah, I thought. Because yeah, yeah. um, he's good. He's really good in that. <laughs> uh, but also just like such a well-written script, I think. I mean, it's so well-written. I mean, because it's... I it didn't Kenneth Lonergan write it, so he's mm-hmm. like a playwright. Yeah. Like, it reads like that anyway. Yeah. Oh, but anyway, man, should, we, should we transition into I think something good, else that's sad? <laughs> And I thought, well, I think it's yeah. mostly because with this movie, I loved like the sequences where it was like one continuous shot that it felt very yeah. play-like uh, to me. Um, mm-hmm. But we both... It's also like, I mean, there aren't a ton of locations. I mean, the first 30 minutes, which is like a real bear of a 30 minutes, is, you know, obviously harrowing and intense, but could be done in one room essentially yeah so this week and i'm fresh off it um we watched pieces of a woman which is the new movie it's on netflix starring vanessa kirby who bryce loves um and shia labeouf Mm -hmm. who is quite problematic in the media right now right um did you hear him and his girlfriend margaret margaret qualley broke up I did not hear that. I mean, I saw, obviously, a lot of the shy stuff, but I didn't know that they broke up. Yeah. I mean, that was insane to begin with. Let's all agree. Yes, that's 100%. (laughs) Um, But anyway, it's a a Canadian-American film. I guess it was filmed in Montreal, which I thought was interesting. But also, they Mm. did, like, Post in Norway, which I also thought was weird. I was like... Doesn't it take place in, like, Boston? It takes place in Boston, so I was like, hmm. I was like waiting for it to seem like needed to be in Norway. Um, but, you know, this is what it is. Uh, but sure. yeah, so we both watched this movie is now on Netflix. It was uh, a contender at the Venice International Film Festival last year. And Kirby won uh, Best Actress for it. So, yeah. Just came out on Netflix. Uh, I feel like this when week. I was going into it, the only stuff I really knew is 
that Kirby had best actress buzz, um, which, you know, we can talk about, uh, I think is deserved. But the other main thing is that everyone says there is a extremely brutal and hard to watch birth scene. Uh, yes. So that's what I was going in with. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like knew the basics of the story about a woman losing the ch- her child I kind of assumed mm-hmm. that the movie would have started more like lovey-dovey, we're going to have a baby, like show the love story between her character mm-hmm. and Shia's character, and then it'd be like quick, all of a sudden, she like starts bleeding in the middle of the night, oh, loses a baby. No, I knew it was like right off the bat, unsuccessful birth scene like a but it wasn't even and I wouldn't even say (laughs) off the bat it was because then it was like the whole time I was like all right like things are going okay like what's going to be the problem Mm -hmm. here and Mm -hmm. even after the baby came out I was like what's what's going on here like don't how do are they gonna lose this child and then all of a Mm -hmm. sudden the midwife realizes and they pan to the baby and the baby is like blue as a popsicle uh, so I was yeah. a little it's really stressful to watch I was very much <laughs> on edge and I was texting you about it because I mean I started crying in the scene where she asked him to go turn on the music and then you just see her in the tub and her hands out and extended and the music turns on she starts kind of like moving her hand around and then he comes back and they hold hands and they kiss and it like felt so like sweet and beautiful and then I think it's a lot of me being like but what's gonna happen what's to come they have to lose the baby somehow um so yeah I mean right off the bat I mean like it's so authentic right off the bat like they just seem like a real couple like going through this who have like made their mind up about how this baby is coming and like you know I don't know it just seems uh, that I it's just brutal like to th- relive and think about that first you know 30 minutes but I do think you know that's kind of part of you know what makes it so impactful because it really is like you're sitting in it with them and you're going through the house and yeah you know you can see the midwife's face getting nervous when things might be you know taking a turn you can see Shia being scared because he can't really do anything yeah (laughs) and then she's just like miserable oh my god when she was like getting nauseous (sighs) I was like is that something that can happen do you get like nauseous that you're about to throw up like is this a real thing? Um, I thought, like, from the get-go, I was in on them as a couple. I liked how she was in pain, and she was like, can you just distract me? Can you tell me? And he was like, what do you want me to do, tell a joke? And then she opened up the fridge, and he was like, what do you want to eat, broccoli? And then he made the joke, what's broccoli's favorite music? Brock and roll. And I thought that that was just, yeah. like, so sweet. <laughs> and then he made another joke, too. Um and yeah, like from the from the jump, you're just so invested in this yeah. couple. I mean, even like the midwife wants to transfer her to get to get into the bathtub. And she stands up and then she's like, is my ass out? Oh, and then she's saying how like she's so embarrassed and whatnot. It's like you're about to give birth. Like people here, yeah, the everyone's two like other people. Very much up in your vagina. Yeah. The two other people <laughs> in this room are like very comfortable with vaginas. So <laughs> it's fine 
Um, but I still like I thought yeah. that it was really endearing and sweet. Or even like as they're on the way to the the bathtub, she asked about if he had taken the trash out because the smell was bothering her. And I thought yeah. that, that was just like <laughs> so funny too, because I mean, one, I'm sure the smell was bothering her because she was nauseous, but it's also like just such a, like yeah. a you're at home and you get stuck in your way, you're like domestic ways. And so like even as you're about to deliver a baby, you're like reminding your partner kind of nagging them like yeah. <laughs> did you take the trash out i just thought it was really funny i told you to take the trash out i can smell it and he's like i'll do it right now yeah I'm like well now we're in birth <laughs> yeah which leads me to i think that this is kind of problematic because i know uh shia in the news and everything lately is not too great and obviously he's been not too great for many years but i just think he's mm-hmm. so perfect for these kind of roles Oh, my God. No, he's really good. I mean, it's a Casey Affleck situation that we're in. I think that this is, like, such, like, a niche for him. Like, you kind of need – like, he plays, like, the dirt bag that, like, you want to feel sorry for so well. Because it's kind of similar to Peanut Butter Falcon, where it's, like, there's not a lot going Mm -hmm. for him. He's kind of a shithead, but he's, like, endearing. I mean – less so in this i will say i will say spoiler alert for later in the movie but when he starts hooking up with shiv roy yeah. <laughs> aka sarah snook um i was like you piece of shit like but like it's so like he plays it well because yeah. you're like he's like you you like for the first you know whole part of this movie he's like so there for her and so serious and making her laugh and like they have such a like nice little relationship mm-hmm. and you see uh you know the love there and then it just like basically turns on a dime and you're like she's broken and he is broken and everyone's doesn't know what to do with this well there's like that really there's like a tough maybe like 15 20 minutes in the movie where he's trying to connect with her and he basically just like puts her hand down his pants and was like touch me yeah, and i was bad. like this makes me really uncomfortable because she like does not she's not into it and then he starts touching her and then she like kind of relents which again not great um and then he's like so aggressive about it and he like will not let her like give her a second to just like undress herself he's like literally trying to like fuck her with her pants on and i'm just like buddy what are you doing just like calm down and then he gets so yeah. aggravated and tells her, fuck it, I don't want you now, which yeah. obviously just like really broke my heart. And then my next note that yeah. I have was, oh, good, he's cheating on her with the lawyer. And then my next note after that mm-hmm. was total relapse. Great. Um, so, yeah. yeah. But I mean, I guess that's all to say, not that it like excuses that kind of behavior. But I do think and something that I've always heard is that uh, a lot of couples split up after they lose a child because of the just like the differences in grief between men and mm-hmm. women. Um, and so, I mean, I think that this movie does a good job of showing that like, while she feels very alone in this, he's also going mm-hmm. through it as well. And like he, it, it was really sad when she was cleaning up the nursery, which I would imagine would be the hardest part of it. Because I think that that's what makes it really real. And he comes in and he says something like, why are you trying to erase my daughter? And she was like, we don't have a daughter. And like, that's, I mean, 
it sucks they're both and it's just rough. going through something impossible and mm-hmm. they're not on the same page about it and you're like i don't know how you yeah you would ever come back from that yeah i mean it's this movie <sighs> along with manchester by the sea is like two different but like just terrible things that you know i wouldn't wish upon anyone and it scares me to pieces um but yeah it's it's just a lot. It was heavy. Not necessarily what I would say would be my ideal snow day movie, but you know, I'm very professional. No, I obviously. like started watching it on Thursday and I was like, this was a mistake. Like this is a, this is a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, when you commit to the life we lead, <laughs> yeah, you gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so yeah, going back, uh, that opening 30 minute birth scene took two days and six takes to shoot which like could you imagine i mean obviously they rehearse and whatnot but having to go through all of that six times because like vanessa i mean pretty much every scene in this movie vanessa kirby is really pushing herself emotionally i would say yeah that's exhausting and it does seem like something that shy would just be thrilled to do but i don't know what kind of actress vanessa kirby is i mean she's in action movies which is a very different vibe from this for the most part i mean i've mostly seen her in like mission impossible or hobbs, hobbs and, and shaw, shaw or yeah. trying to think if there's anything else bryce is yelling <laughs> but, at us right I mean, now i don't know if yeah i'm fine with it bryce yell away no one can hear you scream uh but if you've worked with tom cruise you've probably worked with uh some sort of severe filmmaking in the past fair <laughs> that's fair Yeah, I just feel like Shia is just so good at, like, when he runs out into the street when the ambulance is coming and he, like, opens up the door, like, before the ambulance has even stopped all the way. I I just, like, he's so good in these roles, and I don't know what it is about him. I mean, I think maybe he's just, like, a little bit more dark. We've all seen Honey Boy. Um, Yeah. But, yeah, I just, like... And then, like, from the very beginning, I was just, like, as soon as we saw Benny, is it Benny Safdie who's in this? Yeah. As soon as we saw him, yeah. I was, like, why hasn't Shia been in a Safdie movie yet? I feel like he is, is like, I mean, such an energy for a Safdie film. Probably, probably was angling for it while this was happening. I cannot imagine something he would rather, he'd want to be in more. Yeah. <laughs> um, Maybe he's just, like, a, as they, I mean, he's supposed to be a not a joy to work with but um but i guess we get yeah. different no, opinions not. on that but yeah so uh mm. what else what else what else we both saw slash have heard but just for everyone at home who doesn't know since vanessa kirby hasn't had any kids she watched numerous documentaries and videos and showered midwives in london and was even allowed to be in the room with a woman who was giving birth imagine if that was like your, that was you and like not someone knocked on the door this <laughs> woman from mission impossible and hobbs and shaw just like wants to watch <laughs> you give birth to a child i always think that's so funny like i <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll just you know have a little meg personal moment i have had like 
uh, gynecology appointments where they've been like, oh, and we have like a, you know, nursing student from Duke who would like to sit in. Are you okay with that? And I'm always like, I want to be polite. I'm like, yeah, all right, sure. Yeah. So imagine if you were in there and they're like, so we have an actress who's actually preparing for a role. I don't know if you're familiar with Vanessa Kirby. And I'm like, Vanessa Kirby, hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That would be like my story forever. I'd be like, yeah, honey, when I had you, Vanessa Kirby was in the room. Uh, Then she was nominated for an Oscar for that performance. So you know, I my vagina inspired that movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, what else? I'm just kind of running through the notes as I have them. Um, I saw, oh, I wrote yeah. that I thought they had a pretty nice house, considering that their her mom bought yeah. them a car. I was a bit confused about. Yeah. But also maybe it could be like a family I, house. So my, my big note was about Ellen Burstyn. I mean, as the mother, I. I thought this was, like, one thing that, like, maybe didn't work for me. I'm, like, I cannot fathom any mother treating their daughter this way under these circumstances. Uh, like, when they got into this the, the screaming match towards the end of the movie mm-hmm. and she was, like, basically just fault. outright put the blame on her and was, like, you chose to do a home birth instead of doing it at a hospital. I was just, like, yeah. oh, shit. Yeah. I was, like, I just can't. I also, uh, I I started watching and I was like, oh, the midwife looks familiar. Um, and then I realized she was on uh, House of Cards. Oh. She, used to, she was I she Jackie, too, I think I, was her character's name on House of Cards. The first couple seasons, she used to almost, hook up with Mahershala Ali. Oh. Okay. Well, well, I'm happy for them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't remember almost anything about House of Cards, to be honest. I would absolutely never want to give birth in my bed. No. Just like it would be ruined forever. Personal notes. Uh, I got excited <laughs> when I saw Jimmy Fails from Last Black Man in San Francisco. Oh, yeah, yeah. Great face. You see him and I'm like, I know exactly who you are. <laughs> yeah. Um, though he didn't really have much to do in the movie. No. But this is also a movie where it was smaller cast anyway. Um, yeah but like this was the kind of cast that i felt like was like literally made for us like and you like anyone who's watching that doesn't care about movies would be like okay like that's shia labeouf you know and then we're like oh benny safdie oh jimmy fails yeah (laughs) oh sarah snook (laughs) everyone like in that little role i was like oh that's fun that's new okay i'm excited (laughs) i thought it was funny because i felt like the sarah snook role was such a chivroy role it was just like Chivroy oh, literally as a lawyer. Exactly the same. <laughs> she didn't have as yeah. good of pants. <laughs> like, literally. But... No. But and it she was the did exact drugs, same not Kendall. <laughs> yeah. Oh, funny. I mean, I just like I uh I, I thought like it's so crazy, like this kind of situation is almost unimaginable because I'm like, how do you move on with your life? Um and like to like go back to work and everyone's staring at you and then have someone at your desk and you're supposed to be at maternity leave and then it was like when she went to the mall I was like what are you doing yourself why are you going to a mall like it's the (laughs) last place I would want to be I mean like and it's so dumb because the only thing like I can compare it to was having to put down a cat and even like now like we'll drive by the vet where I put 
him down and like I'll get teary-eyed and so like I just like can't imagine this level and then it was like the hardest part too about this sort of thing is like your body still reacts as if you've had a baby and so it was like she started lactating like when she saw the kid or even like they show her come home and um she starts like taking off her shirt and I'm like what is she doing and then she's like unlat like latching her bra and I was like is this like her like coming home from like a day's work and just like wanting to take off your bra and then she goes and gets peas and puts them against her boobs and I was like oh my god it's probably because like your boobs expect you to be lactating so you're probably like yeah super sore or I don't know Like, can you, like, I feel like that's, like, the biggest slap in the face of your body being, like, you couldn't. Constant reminder. Yeah. And just, oh, God. I would just, like, I would feel so angry at, and this is kind of something that I've experienced with, again, with Niles. But, like, I still, to this day, feel angry because I'll see people adopt pets and have no issues And I just, like, again, I can't imagine that elevated to, like, her being on the subway and seeing families together and whatnot. It's just, it must be really overwhelming and terrible. I, yeah, it's, I think that's what, you know, the movie's about, but it's just kind of crazy. What'd you think at the end? Um, about her, like, having a family still? Yeah. I thought it was sweet. I just like, I don't know. I was like, I didn't know how they were going to end it because I was like, there's no way to just like pull us out of like the entire vibe of this movie. And like, I think kind of having like a clear, you know, passage of time and like, you know, I mean, it's, it's obviously still like extremely painful, but you're like, you know, it's life does continue. Yeah. I liked the apple of that. I liked the, the apple yeah. imagery. There's that a lot was, of good symbolism with that. Yeah, throughout the movie. Um, and that, like, the little seedlings were sprouting and whatnot. I thought that that was kind of, like, a nice way yeah. for her to realize that, like, life goes on. And then, yeah, when she... The ashes thing, I was like, oh, my God. They are like, it's so windy. Those ashes are just going to be, like, all over you. Um, <laughs> that's just kind of always the thought that I have when I see them do that in movies. But yeah, and obviously the kid was older, so you have to imagine that like some time has gone on and she's found peace and found happiness. And also I liked that the kid was like trying climbing in the tree to get an apple. I thought that, that was sweet. Mm-hmm. But it was nice. Yeah. Um I mean, I it was all just like it was hard to watch, but it wasn't while we were watching it because Bryce was texting us and he was watching it for the second time and I was like oh boy I don't know if I could watch this movie again (laughs) but I think like overall it we showed it showed some real development with her and so I I left being hopeful that she's going to be okay and like she'll always have that sadness but she'll be okay yeah 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 that's all I have um you you don't want to talk about the fact that they reference your boys oh they do <laughs> and suzanne and doesn't know who the white like, stripes are and i was like excuse yeah. 
Um, <laughs> that was like that whole conversation. I was just like, I feel like this is taking me out of it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm I like, loved... this is too close to my regular life. <laughs> yeah. I loved um, when she showed up, or when they showed up at her mom's place, and her mom was like, oh, do you want to borrow a brush for your hair? And she was like, no, I'm fine. And then she like gave some sort of backhand, backhanded compliment of like, oh, what an interesting outfit. I would have assumed you would have gotten more dressed up for the occasion. I was just yes, like, God, that's like such mom. a fucking mom shit. <laughs> I've literally, I've, Jeannie Swell has said, do you want to borrow a brush for your hair to me? Countless times. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think the last like real note that I had was that, I guess this is di- based on, the director and his wife, who is a screenwriter's own experience mm. of losing a child. Yeah, I mean it's tough. Yeah, I mean even like the cross examination. Oh my god, I think oh that's my god. that's yeah. what killed me you the didn't most. Didn't talk about the the trial at all, but that was like, I was just like, <sighs> I can't be here. <laughs> yeah, it really stressed me out. I was like, I don't know if we should be putting blame on anyone. Like. It like it really pissed me off when he was like being like, well, what color were her eyes? What color was her hair? What did she look like? What you didn't notice? And I was like, the baby was alive for like 10 seconds. Like, can you imagine being so overwhelmed? And you had just given birth. Yes. Jesus fucking Christ. You're so overwhelmed. (laughs) You probably have like endorphins up the wazoo. Like you're just like have this like probably natural high like you're not taking in all of the specific things and then like the whole time he was cross-examining her and asking those questions I was just like this is such like a twisting the knife kind of situation where she was probably like hey listen I wish I had more time where I could have looked in her eyes and yeah it was just all really hard yeah yeah um do you have any thoughts what did you think of the performances I guess I thought how would really you good. I mean, rank I think them if we're going Shia, Vanessa, and Ellen. I think Vanessa, the main three. Shia, Ellen. So yeah. the exact opposite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not the exact opposite. But I think I mean I thought Ellen Burson was good, but I think it was like I don't know. What she was doing seemed very obvious to me. Do I you think know that Shia she has an Emmy, was, an Oscar, and a Tony. I didn't know that. She's a Grammy. Happy for her. What's her Oscar for? Oh, I don't know. Hold on. I'll look it up. It doesn't matter. It's not important. Um, but. But yeah, she's just missing a Grammy. <sighs> she's the triple crown of acting. And she should focus on that. Uh, she. The triple crown okay. of acting. Damn, that sounds fresh. <laughs> she. Okay. Um, oh, she won for Alice Doesn't Live Here Anymore, Martin Scorsese film. That's where she got Best Actress. But she got nominated for Last Picture Show in 71 and then for The Exorcist in 73. And then she won in 74. Gotcha. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not like I thought she was bad in this, but I think think Vanessa Kirby has the most to do and Shy is the most, like, naturalistic. Yeah. So she just comes in third. Yeah, no. I thought – I'm hoping to see some awards recognition – I mean, ideally, I'd want to see it for the both of them, but we know that's not going to happen for Shia. And you know what? I mean, He'll it, I think live they'd another have day. to run Shia. They would have to run Shia in supporting, and because if he would never get in the lead at this with this year, 
I'm trying to think. I think she, I mean, I'm not saying a shoe in but I think she's, I think she's like, you know, a serious contender. I think well, she'll be in. And this is like such a, I hate to say it, Oscar Beatty, but it is like an Oscar Beatty performance. It's like, oh, it's yeah. so emotional. It's so dramatic. And like, you can just tell that she's pushing herself and she gives just like a very consistent and holistic performance. And so, yeah, I mean, I would be shocked yeah. if she could, didn't get a yeah. nomination. I think she'll definitely get a nomination because I'm thinking like the people who I think are like shoe ins would be like Frances McDormand in Nomadland, mm-hmm. Viola Davis in Ma Rainey. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think like a little Carrie Mulligan and Promising Young Woman would be fun, but that's a lot less of an Oscar choice than this. So yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. Well, and as we've said all along, that's like kind of the one of the benefits of this year being so crazy is that like. We really could see some fun choices, so we could potentially see Carrie yeah, Mulligan. Yeah, I also kind of doubt like, it, but I also feel like I kind of doubt it too. I feel like there's been like recently, especially a lot more news about Sydney Flanagan from Never, Rarely, Sometimes, Always, mm-hmm. and I thought that was going to be like a stretch just because like that's such a indie choice, you know? Like that's definitely not a Viola Davis or Frances McDormand situation, but that'd be interesting. Yeah. Well, nice. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. Any other thoughts on the movie? No, I thought it was very well done. Yeah. It's like a little over two hours. And it I feel like it didn't yeah. feel long, despite the fact that it was it just didn't. so sad. It's very much like segmented into chunks. Yeah. Like it's very consumable. <laughs> Were you pleased that there weren't any notable Boston accents? Um, it is funny because I didn't notice that. I didn't know they were in Boston until at one point they are like, Massachusetts. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, I figured like, it was somewhere cold, but I hadn't put it together. Yeah. I like At first I was like, is this New Jersey? I, I was like, what's, what's going on here? And then I looked it up and it said they were a Boston couple. And I was like, oh, that's weird because no one's doing like a super Boston-y. Even like Shia, you would yeah. assume would be a little bit more towny. Yeah, because he's like kind of like the working class guy. But yeah. it's probably for the best. Yeah. You think they had Martin Scorsese and they're going like, don't do this. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> um, well, nice. Do you have any recommendations? Uh, yes. Um... I want to recommend Chopped again. I've just been watching <laughs> Chopped again, and I know I've recommended it before, but uh-huh. Chopped, it's the best show on television. <laughs> oh, yeah, you think so? Are they still making new episodes Oh, actually, of no, I take it back. Oh, last, um, not right now, but last week was Alex Trebek's last week on Jeopardy, and it's, I'm just shouting out Alex Trebek and Jeopardy, the king. Yeah, yeah, I maybe I'll give it a watch. I've been kind of thinking it would be fun to watch Jeopardy every night uh, and suddenly become like 80 years old. So maybe I'll do that. Um, Then if that that makes you 80 years old, everyone in the Spell family is 80 years old. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. My parents, I mean, when I was in high school and whatnot, we used to watch Jeopardy uh, every night. But nice. Uh, Do I have anything I want to recommend? Mm, I don't really think so. Oh, I know what I'm going to recommend. And I bet you're going to co-sign on it. Are you ready okay. for it? Do you want to guess? Um, Maybe Promising Young Woman when it comes out? Close. 
The song Stars Are Blind by Paris Hilton from Promising The song Stars Are Blind by Paris Hilton. I already, I have already ruined my 2021 Spotify wrapped with Stars Are Blind. Like it is already going to be on there somewhere because the other day I took a shower and it was a three Stars Are Blind shower, you know? Oh my God. <laughs> I I put on the music video of the other night and Mike was just like, what is this? And he was like, did she have like a career? And I was like, she released an album for Warner Brothers. He didn't uh, even know that Paris Hilton had songs. He let alone no stars are blind. Uh, Mike could get it together. It's it's all it's all very sexy and complicated over even here. Um, stars, <laughs> even though stars are blind, the song is so good, and I'm a hundred percent going to look and see if Peloton has any rides with stars are blind, and that's what we're gonna do well, when we ride soon. When we hang up, let's do it. Okay, I'm going to look it up. Look it up. All right, anything else? No, I'll, I'll see you on the bike in five minutes. Okay. Bye, audience. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye. Bye. To follow us on social media, follow us at on the underscore download on Twitter and at on the download podcast on Instagram. You can also find us individually at meganspell.com and laurenoriega.com.